Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, God's Love Gift. Many years ago, a group of noblemen were gathered together in London when the king of Great Britain entered. They all knew him personally, yet when he entered, they all honored him as their king. They stood solemnly to their feet. Take your seats, gentlemen, said the king. I count you as my personal friends. And then jokingly, he added, I'm not the Lord, you know. Then one of the noblemen spoke up and said, No, sir, if you are Lord, we would not stand to our feet. We would fall to our knees. Much is made of the angel message at Christmas time. 
We hear a great deal about the faith of the shepherds who hastened to the manger at Bethlehem to see the child. We also emphasize the giving of gifts, even stressing that God gave his only son at the first Christmas day. All these things were vital and important parts, but perhaps the loveliest thing is that later, when the wise men found the young child, they fell on their knees before him and worshipped him. Surely this is the message of that beautiful old carol. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. And it should be the theme of your Christmas celebration. That is the worship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not the baby in the manger, but the Christ of the cross and the empty tomb. And the one who now sits on the right hand of God and intercedes for all who by faith have received him as Savior. Listen now as Larry Grable Carol and Renee Johnson sing for us this beautiful song entitled, The Greatest of Treasure. i 
angels just one. It was the greatest of treasures when the Father gave the world his Son. You are listening during the morning which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14, and there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as the brass ensemble play for us this wonderful song, It Came Upon the Midnight Clear. You are probably familiar with the famous Christmas short story by O. Henry called The Gift of the Magi. It is a touching story of a man who sells his pocket watch to buy his wife combs for beautiful long hair. The wife, 
unaware of her husband's deed, cuts and sells her long hair to buy him a fob for his pocket watch. On Christmas Day, the young, penniless couple realize the irony of their gift-giving and their true love for each other is what really matters. There are stories all over the Internet of people who describe hard gifts given by friends or relatives, gifts that were already used, like a food processor that still had bits of food in its blades, gifts that were meant to hurt feelings, like a diet book given to an overweight person, gifts that were inappropriate for the age of the recipient, like footsie pajamas or dolls to a teenage girl. Gifts that were meant for other people like a re-gifted wedding gift. Gifts that are recipients have absolutely no use for, like a car care kit for a person who does not even own a car. Gifts that were unequal, like giving one child a new bike and the other a coloring book. All gifts can be put in the three categories. The rejected gifts, which the recipient says, I don't want or need this gift the accepted but not particularly desired or cherished gift, and the precious gift, which was loved dearly and used daily. The Lord Jesus Christ was given to mankind as a gift from God. There are many who reject this gift. They say they don't need a Savior. They don't want to hear of their sin or their eternal place in hell. Then there are those who accept the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, but then they do nothing with it. It is set aside while they continue to live sin-controlled lives. Finally, there are those who cherish their gift of God, Son, and enjoy a daily relationship with Him through prayer and Scripture. As we enter this Christmas season, it is our prayer that you will find yourself in the third group and enjoy all the blessings that come from the greatest gift of all, Listen now as Andrea Greenleaf sings for us his song entitled, Oh Holy Night.
once again this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Our doors will open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is a biblical contrast. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Wherefore is by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Romans 5.15 For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. For the most, Christmas season is their favorite holiday in the time of the year. Maybe it's the giving of the gifts or the receiving of the gifts, the Christmas music, the Christmas decorations, or maybe the Christmas joy and spirit. An important aspect of Christmas is to understand that the Lord Jesus Christ was born. And we know the Lord Jesus Christ was not born December 25th, year 00. He was born, and He was born to die for us. Salvation was not made possible through His birth, but through His death, His burial, and resurrection. There's a biblical contrast, a Christmas contrast, between two Adams, between the first Adam and the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, as seen in Romans chapter 5, verses 12 to 21. The comparison is not only between the two Adams, but also between their acts and the result of their acts. A very significant key are the words one man or one. The words one man or one appear some 12 times in Romans 5, 12 to 19. And these words do not always allude to the same person. It can either allude to Lord Jesus Christ, the last Adam, or the first Adam, Adam. The context will decide which person these words are referring to, the two Adams. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45 and verse 47. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. The first Adam was created by God, Genesis 1, 26 and 27. The first Adam is Adam the man. He was made from the dust of the ground. And God breathed into his lifeless body and he became a living soul. And he was a type of the one to come. The last Adam, Lord Jesus Christ. Whereas the first Adam was created by God, the last Adam is God himself, is the creator, the savior, and not the creature. In Colossians 1.15, Christ has the title of firstborn. This is not a record of the creation of the Lord, but a title of dignity for the Lord of creation. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Revelation 1.17-18. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. The Lord Jesus Christ is the first and the last. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He was alive. He died. is alive forevermore. When the Lord Jesus Christ died, deity did not die, but his humanity. He's alive evermore, speaks of his bodily resurrection. The two acts. The first Adam was an act of disobedience. Romans 5.12, Wherefore by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. So death has passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Romans 5.12 teaches us that sin had an entrance in the world, and it was through the one man, Adam, Death came through sin. Death has passed upon all men, for all have sinned. 
The first Adam disobeyed God. He disobeyed the word of God. The last Adam. The last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, was obedient unto the will of God. Philippians 2.8 And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. The two results. The first Adam brought sin and death and condemnation. When the first Adam sinned, the whole human race sinned in Adam. The personal acts of sin are not in view in Romans 5, but rather the offense of the first Adam. We are sinners not because of the acts of our sin. This confirms it, but we are sinners because of Adam's sin. Literally, when we were born, when you were born, you were born sinners because when Adam sinned, the whole human race was identified with him. According to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 9 to 10, Levi, the great-grandson of Abraham, was in his loins when Abraham paid tithe to Melchizedek. So though Levi was not personally there, was not personally alive, he was in the loins of Abraham and paid tithes to Melchizedek. Though we were not personally alive at the time, we were in the loins of Adam. So when Adam sinned, the whole human race, except for Lord Jesus Christ, was identified in his sin. When Adam sinned, we sinned. And if you read and study Romans five twelve to 21, you will see that by the one man, the first Adam, he brought sin and death and condemnation. The last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, brought justification. He brought eternal life. Because of the perfect obedience of the last Adam, the provision of salvation and justification are for all. The Lord Jesus Christ died for all, 2 Corinthians 5.15. But only those who truly believe in the gospel of Christ are saved. Only the ones that are saved have been justified. And the word justification means to be declared righteous. All believers have received the imputed righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ and eternal life. Whereas the unsaved... They're in the state that they're identified in the first Adam upon salvation. Now they are identified in the last Adam and have union with Christ. Remember, there are three imputations. Adam sinned to our account. Our sin to Lord Jesus Christ. And the righteousness, the very righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ to all believers. Romans 3.22 Even the righteousness of God, which is by the faith of Jesus Christ, is unto all and upon all them that believe. And also 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And some people have asked, Is it just and right that Adam's sin was imputed to us who and when we're not there? The greater question is, Is it right and just that our sin is imputed to the Lord Jesus Christ and his righteousness is imputed to our account. If you read and study Romans five twelve to 21, you will see by the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, he brought justification and eternal life. So Romans five twelve begins with the first Adam of sin and death and Romans five twenty one ends with the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, of righteousness and life. An important Christmas contrast, an important biblical contrast is between the first and the last Adam. Very shortly you'll be receiving and giving gifts. And your loved ones, you'll be giving to them, you'll be receiving from them. The greatest gift is eternal life. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? Have you trusted Him? 
If not, then you are still identifying the first Adam, and you need to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior before it is eternally too late. How can we change from being positionally in Adam to being positionally in Christ? This cannot be done by religious works or good works or by a water baptism. When a sinner trusts the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is death, burial, and resurrection, God saves that person and then positionally is removed from it, Adam, to being in Christ. If you've trusted Christ the Lord Jesus as his Savior, may we be challenged to share the true meaning of Christmas with others. If you've never trusted him, remember what Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Won't you trust him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late in your life? You have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.